fucking car right fucking now. May I see your rental agreement? I threw it away. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? You're fucked. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back. Are you still playing the theme tune? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, just wondered. Yeah. Do you play before we said this or after? Yeah, yeah, before. before. I, okay. I, my, my modus operandi is I have a little bit of something that's related to the episode and then I play the music. Classy. Yeah. I'll have, You're to, an have ex- to play you sometimes on our podcast. It's really good. Um, yeah, no, well, listen, thanks. It's got my voice on. so um... it's, it's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> um, so you wanted my deep cuts. Deep cuts. It's not, I, I just don't think this is a deep cut, but you said it's okay. Um, well, why don't you tell so me? So the that? only we, I mean, if, I feel like a bit of a fraud because I wanted to go away and listen to loads of top 100s of like 91, 92, 93, 94. Um, but I didn't do that. I heard this on a reel. Um, I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was some toy from the 90s I sent you. But yeah. um, they were using this as a song on it and I'd forgotten all about the song. So, you know. Um, but it's Blues Traveller, um, Runaround. Um, and yeah, so I mean, that's it. There's, I mean, it's a bit of an anticlimax, really, but um, it's yeah, Blue Traveler run around. And so, you knew this song, yeah, I knew this song, and like I liked it, definitely liked it at the time. So, I've listened to it a lot since I remember that it exists. It's the top hit when you type Blues Traveler, so mm-hmm. it must be the most. Well, yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? It was in, it was in the charts, I think. Um, yeah, of course. I think it was. Well, how would I have heard it otherwise back in the 90s? Well, it must have been on the radio. Um, but then it also, when you listen to obviously stuff on YouTube, it goes on to other songs. Mm. Um, and it went on to Blue Traveller, Hook. And there's a bit in that um, that sounds just like Jack Black, like just like Jack Black. And um, I was showing you it, and then we did a bit of like looking online, didn't we? And there is a video of Kyle Gass singing with Blue Traveller um, and a few other people a lot online saying it sounds like Jack Black. So it's not just me. I'm not being special, but um, yeah. Shall we have a bit? What was that called? Hook, Hook. did you say? Um, and I can tell you the bit that sounds just like him. Hold on a second. This, I've got uh, the official music got, video here. Um, yeah, I think this is official music video. Um, sorry, really long YouTube advert asking me to buy a Chromebook. Right, so it's um. <laughs> Or else you'll win. And I'm beginning to see what you're doing to me. This MTV is not for free. So PC is killing me. So just for you, I'll sing the other of. Shut up, 
yeah, if you heard, if someone said, "Oh, have you heard this tenacious D B side?" Oh, you can't believe it. Yeah, it starts at three oh eight on um, Blue Traveler Hook. If you want to listen, so three oh eight. The rest is a good song. It sounds just like you know the other stuff, but ring, ding, ding. Bits sound that sound like Jabaka, just that bit. Well, especially that bit. The rest isn't dissimilar, but um, so Blues yeah. Traveler are on. They're on. Is it Kingpin? They're on some. Well, you said this last time, but I don't know. But didn't you, didn't you? I thought you told me that. I you, didn't. Well, I didn't because you told me, and I said I don't know. But they're they're on some film, and it's like a comedy film, and at, at the end they're all like dressed as like Amish people or something. I don't know that <laughs> film. I mean, maybe I've seen it and have not related right. that to a band. Okay. I mean, if if you're listening and you know, why don't you write Let's in know. and tell us? Writing P.O. Box. I've got a Blues Traveller album, but it doesn't have either of these songs on. Okay. And when I worked at a video games company, yeah. what we would do, is because this was 20 years ago, we would load up a, a computer in the middle of the office with just tons of MP3s. Everyone would just, like, dump all their music on there. Yeah. And it would just go on a... um music match or something playlist and it it would just right like randomly play stuff so everyone in the office would put music on you'd hear your tunes pop up and someone had put a blues traveler album right. on there so i got it off there but uh i don't yeah i don't think it was one of the big ones so yeah yeah mine would be the worst contributions to anything anyone was going to listen to it'd be like some normal stuff and then it'd be like krista berg and then like duck tales and Christmas stuff and Disney Halloween stuff. It'd just be like, if you weren't me, it'd be the worst thing to listen to. Do you remember you bought me Girlfriend by NSYNC and Nelly? Yes. I, I put that, that on there and there were very audible complaints. Was, who put this on? Who put this on? And I was like, I'm not saying anything, <laughs> but I think it's cool. You know? Why did I buy that? I think just because I said I liked it, maybe, you know, just trying to make me cooler by make me listen to Nelly. Oh, right, yeah, because I've always been concerned about that. <laughs> Weird. Forgot about that. But you, you, you know, I still have that CD. Um, well, I, I'll have the, I'll have the MP3. Yeah, you've got on YouTube, is what you're saying. No, if That's I look not on, yours. If I look on my music, you know, I type in Nelly. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay. It's from the album Celebrity. I don't think I know any of the songs on that album. Um, well, that's the only one I've got. NSYNC featuring Nelly. So they were obviously breaking out of there. I thought it was just Justin Timberlake. I didn't think it was NSYNC. Yeah. I think it was just before he was Often his own. taken off, wasn't it? Yeah. You know what Blues Traveller always make me think of? No. Woodstock 2, okay. Woodstock 94, right? And I didn't know, I I just always assumed that they were the kind of band that would have played there because like, I think Blind Melon played in like, sort of, like there's like a jam band, you know? When YouTube made a playlist based on me saying Blues Traveller to it, yeah, put Blind Melon on it. I bet, yeah. Same era. And like Counting Crows, yeah, Soul Asylum. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's good, though, that stuff when you listen to it. Like, I'm only just now feeling nostalgic for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Whereas there's a big time when I thought I've never been nostalgic for the 90s. Yeah. Like, never, but really am now. Um, Obviously, we watched Woodstock 99, the documentary, didn't we? Did we? The one with all the violence, the one with Limp Bizkit and oh, oh yeah, I forget I what that it was. was Woodstock. Yeah, that was Woodstock '99. But they'd five years earlier. They'd been Woodstock '94, or they called it Woodstock Two, right. and it had you know, all the popular bands of the day. Yes, I think okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Foo Fighters. <laughs> I think it might have been before the Foo Fighters. Like 90... Just joking because you say the Foo Fighters are yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, even when they didn't exist, they were playing festivals. <laughs> but like they played it on the radio, like I think Radio One did a live broadcast of it, and uh, like whoever whoever went over from Radio One was going, yeah, yeah, they really need to come to Glastonbury and see how we do it because we do it so much better than this. Like right. it was, it was a bit of a disaster. In t- it wasn't. A, a disaster like Woodstock '99, but it was a disaster in terms of like running out of food and that's pretty bad. Yeah, you need food. I, I, there was there was there was something wrong with it. It lost loads of money apparently, right? And it wasn't terribly well organised. But good lineup. And uh, Joe Cocker was first on because he was first on at the original Woodstock. Nice. And he did. You can leave your hat on. I remember <laughs> right. that? That was that was one of his big hits at the time. Is that his hit? Yeah, it's from... Um, That's good English, isn't it? Is that his hit? It is what? his hit. No, but I said, is that a his hit? A his hit, yeah. Um, it's, I think, nine and a half weeks. It's from some okay. sexy movie. Okay. But yeah, he did it, and then obviously Tom Tom Cruise. Tom Jones Tom Jones did it. Tom Cruise did it, and then Tom Jones copied Tom Cruise. I think Cruise. Tom Jones made it his own, didn't he? Tom Cruise did a spoken word version. <laughs> I'd listen to that. Oh my god, I've got some Tom Cruise content. Have you? Yeah, this week. That's coinkiding. That is a coinkiding, isn't it? Right. So, do you want to see what we're looking at? And yeah. Probably. I not. mean, now you said that. Is it Top Gun related? Is it mm. cocktails related? Should have guessed. Well, no. Where you said he's doing a spoken word version of it. Yeah. Isn't his thing in cocktail is he does poems and everyone thinks it's amazing. Oh, he does. He does. Really? I forgot like, really about that. He does sort of rhyming it's like, couplets. Um, Craig Charles <laughs> in the late nineties, early two thousand. You know his poetry. Yeah, but I don't think Tom. I don't think Craig Charles would be happy at the comparison. I don't think Craig Charles listens to this. So I think I'll be okay. But okay. Um, <laughs> as far as I know, he's not written in. If he does. I believe you. I believe. I mean, you. he should because we quote him every day. Well, every day we say that. You fucking nerds! You like Red Dwarf? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him as a poet on Saturday Live and stuff. Oh, poems! That's that's radical. That isn't is it? radical. Get up on stage, do a poem. That is well modern. So this week, yeah. I mean, I did. I did warn you. Okay. Um, yeah. I bought some Q magazines. Okay. I've got very fond memories of Q. I used to read it back in the day. I've never read it. I never bought it. My dad worked with someone who got it, 
he'd read it and they just give it to my dad Aww. and he, he brought them home so i had a big old stack of few magazines from about 1987 to i know whenever i moved out 94 um so yeah i got let myself loose on ebay and i bought some issues okay and it is you not as issues. good as i remember oh really but it's it's all right it's 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 pretty good i mean i've got an, I've how got, much have you spent of our money on this um not loads <laughs> just a million pounds on a load of shit well, I'm, I'm sort of planning for the future because we can't just do kerangs from can 1988 can I have a look at it? Just the cover. Of course you can. I mean, yeah. It's meaty. Yeah. It's have, thick. Have a look at it. It's about the size of three kerangs. Yeah. Well, we're not going to go word by word, but do you want to dis- describe because... the cover to our... No, I want to describe the first advert inside, which is for a super awesome VHS. And cassette player. So shut your mouth. VHS. What am I describing? The cover. I mean, the cover looks as modern as I'd expect something to look nowadays. It's not dated. Uh, well, this is from, what is it, 89, this one? 89. But, I mean, I know I'm used to seeing pictures of Guns N' Roses, so maybe, you know, if I wasn't. But I'm, just, I'm talking design-wise. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to wash my hands. It's, it's a second-hand magazine. Um, well, I've been... Some, fingering it this week 14 year old boys had oh i don't think 14 year old boys wiping his ass and not washing his hands Um, i don't actually don't want to ruin it for myself spoiling the inside um on the back yeah uh, do you know what that's an advert for cigarettes yeah silk cut silk cut of course i could have guessed because it was purple silk but yeah they didn't actually show the product or say the name of it why i think there was some i think my dad used to smoke silk cut Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's not obscure, is it? Because it's literally silk. Well, and it says tar underneath. It was the low tar. Yeah. Because I don't think that knives are normally tar related. So my brain instantly went. Well, I think they had like sort of obscure metaphorical things. But obviously, that's literally silk in purple, which was their colour, and knives. So the knives have been cut. Stopping smoking reduces the risk of serious diseases. Nice of them to tell us, isn't it? In the 80s, yeah, when you've got everyone hooked. All right. So this is Q Magazine number 30. Uh, it's from March 1989. It okay. was £1.45. That's why I never bought it. Yeah, but it's, look how thick. It's like a book. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Nargos catalogue. It's voted magazine of the year. Doesn't by say who by Q. <laughs> Q editorial team. Um, so on the cover, we've got. I mean, this this the the big kind of design principle of early Q was to have lots of different things on the cover. Okay. Most things have one thing on the cover, and after sure. about ten years, they started just having one big thing on the cover. But this, I think it looks fairly modern. It looks. It looks. Maybe pretty, it's just it's in good condition. Someone's kept that well, mm. haven't they? Yeah. It doesn't look tatty. Like some of our Kerangs, they've got all pictures and stuff cut out. Well. They look like they're from the time. Yeah. Actually, and no, and looking at that Kerang there, the picture on the front is barely visible because it's so poorly lit that that looks like something that I would try and print off. And oh, then... you've got to describe for our listeners, that is the last Kerang we looked at, which would, no, not the last, with a one, 
from before the last, which is the Spinal Tap cover. Well, yeah, Spinal Tap. And it is, yeah, that's a murky cover, isn't it? dark. Like, that's a picture you wouldn't, you'd go, oh, well, we can't use that. Yeah. But they've used that. <laughs> but that's, I think that's why I'm so impressed <laughs> with the quality of this magazine. It's clear quality. Right. So on the cover, we've got Fine Young Cannibals. Yeah. We've got Elvis Are found alive. Going? Oh, don't know. Um, we're not going to find out in a magazine from 1989, are we? I thought you might know, doing all your research. My research is literally just this magazine. With the Finding Cannibals on the front cover. But I've not kept track of their career. I mean, I can tell you that they so have two albums at, at this So you're point. bad at research, right? Got it. We just, we just want to make sure. Also, also. Elvis found alive. Not the one you're thinking, oh, no, it's Elvis Costello. You kidders. Um, we all know Elvis is alive anyway because we've all seen Home Alone. <laughs> we, I mean, I did say we'll we'll look at Q so we're not talking about all the same old bands that we always talk so about. So let's talk about Guns N' Roses. So we've got Guns N' Roses quick, on the quick. cover. Guns N' Roses, what have they been up to? And at the bottom, there's Led Zeppelin in the 70s. There's a thing about tax exile. Which I try, couldn't really understand the article, to be honest. Okay, uh, cool. Can't wait to get to it. So we've got oh, there's a there's a um, advert for Elvis Costello's album Spike. He's have you ever seen that Star Trek episode where there's people who are sort of black on one side and white on the other? No, it's like a really sort of not subtle metaphor for racism. Okay. Because there's a race of people who have got black on one side and white on the other, and then they're at war with the people who've got the black on the other side, and everyone right. thinks they're the yeah. same. But yeah, but so that's what it looks like he's dressed up as, um, and I don't think that is the uh, the reference. There's an article about Eddie the Eagle Edwards. Okay. Um, so that's the who the hell article, which was basically give him enough rope, make him look stupid. So I didn't really get into that. But there is a nice picture of him with a cat. Aww. And he's from Cheltenham, which oh. is near where I'm from. I was going to say, it's not where you're from, so it's a bit of a reach to... That is, that is the posh. You've gone I mean, for the posh. Yeah, 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 Glo- yeah. Gloucester's a scummy one. Yeah. Cheltenham's the posh one. Well, I don't want to say, but you know, it, if yeah, you've it now really said is. it... Every, everyone in Gloucestershire Yeah, we all know. No, we all know. You don't need to just say everyone. We all know. But it's Gloucestershire. It's not Cheltenhamshire. <laughs> oh, what a mic drop! No good point. Gloucester Cathedral, mate. True, never been. Well, did I never take? Did we? No, yeah. We went. Uh, no, to your mum's house. And that was it. <laughs> Looks like good. I've just thought of one thing we should do. What? This, you can keep this in the podcast, but we should pick a random celebrity each time who's made a an album. Like you know, like when back in the day when celebrities who were actors yeah. who should not have been singing on Top of the Pops decided to sing on Top of the Pops because yeah. they all did that. Like loads of them did that. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know that happened. I mean, I can think of a couple. Well, like who? Like say one now, and then we can. Uh, Dennis Waterman. Okay. Well, I was thinking. I think I was thinking of him, but then I thought, no, wait, is he a singer? Because obviously he was really good at that song. Yeah, that is a fucking good like, song. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, you know. Don't hide your light under a bushel and all that. You know, triple threat. But So you, you want to only talk about people who are shit? 
Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, if someone's like legitimately a great actor and also an amazing singer, I don't need to know about that. But it's people like that. I want to, you know, like I just know that there will right. be a lot of them. Well, people who surprise you, maybe. Yeah, like when not really Shatner because it's not the same thing. But when Shatner releases an album, yeah. and you're like, "Well, what's that about?" Yeah. Um, there'll be loads of them like that. Yeah. So we should pick another one next week. I think that used to happen a lot. Like that happened That's in the sixties a lot. Uh yeah, maybe. But not not all spoken word nonsense. Yeah. I'm not that sophisticated. Well Leonard Nimoy's got a lot of singing on his he's got a couple, I think. If I had a hammer, that's him. It's handy Andy. <laughs> Would he count? Because he's a builder. Well singing's not but he was good at singing. And he did release a I mean a song, mate, not an album. He might have released an album, I well, don't know. You're his fan. I mean, you tell me. Uh, I don't know. I just... Right, so... I mean, I've never been attracted to, uh, like, builder types, <laughs> but until Andy Andy comes... It was when he just... I think he's just sort of... Just so casual, just going to... Like, Carol Smiley be like, can you just make me a six-foot-by-eight-foot shelf? And he'd be like, yeah, no problem. And he'd just do it. So... And, so tell and then me, the song was good. Tell the song me, was a bonus. Is this across the board? Like, Eva, did women yeah, generally fancy him, or is this just a weird? I don't. Thing? It could be a weird me thing. Yeah. I bet there was so because he wasn't bad, was he? I mean, well, it was, he wasn't a monster, but he was just a normal. He was guy. just a guy, yeah. But I bet Andy, Andy, car wash. Do you sing car wash as well? This bitch from it. TV personality. He's 57. Shut up. Oh, married. Got it. Right. Uh, kidding. Um, let's see. Why did Handy Handy go out of business? Oh, how sad. In early 96, creditors forced Handy Handy to pay liquid. Oh, dear. Went to liquidation. Happens to the best of us. Um, what happened to Handy Andy? He headed to America to work on the US edition of Trading Spaces. Nice. It also appears to be a cartoon character called Handy Andy, a really horrible Paw Patrol looking. Um, thing. yeah, well, he's Andy Kane. Isn't if he? I had a hammer, there we go. Um, it's not a patch on the Lennon Nimoy version. Come on. He appeared on a sketch you on really, the Adam you and Joe show. Fancied that guy. It was like when he was talking about like he'd just say stuff like get a two by four and saying stuff like that and he just it just sort out a shelf. I think it was just the, the usefulness. Like I, d I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What well, can I say? I Let's know. see if there's a photo of him now. I don't know if I've got any left field crushes that is surprise you. Um no, they're all photos of him when uh, it's Handy Handy. Peak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Change, what is it? Changing Rooms. Changing Rooms. And Changing Rooms was good. I don't think I ever watched it. Do you not? No. I no, think I've seen bits. Yeah. So. Like you'll see a clip and it's like someone who's absolutely gutted that the room is. Oh, yeah. They'd always hate him because they were always shit. They were always like. Utter shite. Um, but that was what was good about it. You don't want someone to be happy with it. Where's the phone? Where's the drama? 
Um, but yes, so I'll think of another song. So you've got deep cuts. And you've got um, actor singers. Actor singers. Right. And if uh, you, the listener, have a favourite actor slash singer, you just uh, let us know in the comments. Yeah. And if you understand the handy handy thing, let us know. <laughs> if you're I a lady <laughs> who remembers TV in the oh, 90s. Even a lady was it the 90s? Of, yeah, I wasn't even a lady of a certain age. I was literally like a teenager and it was like, yeah. So handy handy, bros. No, I never fancied Not bros. bros, Hanson. Uh, oh, yeah. Thinking, oh, my, I think, what are you talking about? I never fancied Bros. Um, yeah, and Handsome. Handy, Andy, and Handsome. How many only H's? H steps. H from steps. He was a bit after my time. I was a bit too old for yeah. steps. Just ever so slightly. I still like steps, but just I wasn't like. <laughs> you, um, you didn't shout about it. I didn't shout about it. Um, got an article about rock movies or okay. concert movies. Okay. Um, so it's mostly about Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Right. Have you seen? Moonwalker? We we watched it. I think I've only ever watched it once of you, and it's really weird, isn't it's, it? It's just it's like way weirder than I thought it was going to be, which is funny given the. Well, it's music videos, isn't it? But, but all, the, all the bits in between. Kids the... and. There's something weird with, what should you say? <laughs> like, uh, no, like some sort of dream world or something. Yeah, there's something yeah. and odd, there's a rabbit. There? There's a big animated rabbit and it takes his head off and it's him. I mean, we I think we have watched it, or I've watched it once, yeah. so. I think it's got the video to leave know. me alone. Has it got Smooth Criminal in it as well? Oh, I don't know, maybe. And like, isn't um, Joe Pesci? Yeah, playing he? Frank DeLeo, but he says I'm um, Frank Ledeo. So obviously Jackson fallen out with his manager by that point. He was doing a. Oh, Isabel, maybe we should watch that again. We must have bought it. Did we buy it? I don't, I don't remember, remember seeing. Yeah, it. I don't remember seeing the cover because it would have been a CD, DVD. <laughs> Talking of CDs, I um work with youngsters and uh. You know, adult, adult youngsters, if you can believe it, but youngsters, um, but they're adults, they're adults with jobs. And um, they were talking about music and were laughing at a, remembering that one of them had a CD player and um, called it like, um, had one of those round things and I just wanted to die inside. Because uh, I've still got cassettes, I still own cassettes. We've got a cassette player in the garage. Um, so CDs to me still feel quite new. Like if someone gave me a CD now, I wouldn't be like, well, this is old tech. I'd be like, okay, cool. I've now got it forever. And I'd still think I've got all the music forever with nothing to play it on now. <laughs> Mental. But stuff um, comes back. It, it does. Yeah, but CDs aren't going to come back. Yeah, but there's always going to be like. You think they would though, because it's cheap, isn't it? Friggin PlayStation and Xbox have got that's like that's a disc true. drive. You could put oh, a CD true. in there. Oh yeah, I mean, why is gaming? I've never tried it. Like, why is gaming still in the CD world? Well, or whatever you they call. are moving away from that because you can get a, a PlayStation that's they call fully digital. But that's what now. Yeah, but CDs 
have been gone really for what? 20 years? No way. Shut up. Or I was going five years. For normal humans like us. I mean, six. I, I still buy CDs. Uh, yeah, but that's not, what I mean. I would buy very a, often. I'd buy a CD if I thought I wanted to have ownership, you know, the ownership yeah. of the music. Like, yeah. Like in Prince. Uh, but. I don't. I also don't have a CD player. Right. Player, player, player. Um, that was a reference to Feeder, but <laughs> Rogers. People know. I don't know. That's that's twenty years ago. Is that a deep cuts? That's a new song. Don't use all your deep cuts in one. That's go. that's not. That's a recent song. We Stop see? naming all these songs that are really recent Should from twenty five years ago. Like 13 years ago. That's longer ago than that. That's surely. when the video was put up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't tell you. I'm not even a massive feeder fan. Feeder just... live at Reading Festival 2001. What you think if you say CD player, isn't it? <laughs> player, player, player. Hey, look, they're all doing T-shirts like your friend. So, like, long sleeve tops with a t-shirt over the top i still do and like do you know what i keep seeing like reels like oh like this style remember remember when and it's so awkward because you think i like i mean i don't care if anyone told me oh you're not meant to do that anymore because i don't subscribe to that nonsense but it's weird that I do something that people think is like the equivalent of wearing, I don't know, like a flapper dress and like a feather <laughs> yeah. in your hair. You know, like they're looking at me like, what are you doing? Like I'm wearing a big Rubik's Cube <laughs> on my head or something. <laughs> You're cosplaying yeah, like, as the 90s. <laughs> yeah. But like, but what I don't get is, first of all, why it's so bad. Like, first of all, it looks good. It, it looks look good, good on good. girls. Yeah. It looks good on boys. It's good. And also, You've got loads of T-shirts with things on because yeah. you normally get T-shirts with things on. You don't get long sleeve tops with things on, so like band T-shirts yeah. and T-shirts with slogans on and stuff like that. But um, and you get cold arms and you're cold, so you can't just wear a T-shirt. Like I couldn't, I I could only ever wear a T-shirt on a day when it's it's been consistently over thirty degrees, and then I can wear a T-shirt. Anything less, and I'm chilly. <laughs> so anything less, and but, I need to but, layer again, up. We should. We should clarify that's a weird you thing, isn't it? But Wearing is it way more layers than anyone else. A lot of layers. No, but is it because people get cold? People do get cold. I just think people don't understand that if they wear layers, it's be better. I mean, I, I don't get now, but I still wear layers and I'm not warm. I can wear like seven layers to work and still be a bit chilly. I've not stopped wearing two pairs of socks yet. <laughs> I haven't. I thought maybe summer. No, it's not happened. I think briefly I did. I've gone straight all the way through, two pairs, and that's obviously going to continue now. So there we are. And I mean, mourn here's, that mournful meow. <laughs> here's the content no one asked for. but So I say let's all We're stop. Cold. Um, don't just, if you see someone with a long sleeve top and a T-shirt over the top, just... Be happy for and them. Try it. Just, just try. Don't it. make a reel about it and go. Oh my god! Can you believe we used to dress like this? Yes, I can because I'm literally dressed like this as I'm watching the reel. <laughs> like this is embarrassing. It's 
it's bullying and it's not funny so just stop it but my point is on the feeder video that you've just paused he's like uh, just like that because of course he is i remember one time i was at school and i mean probably in about this time this girl i knew was going oh i was thinking today the clothes we wore five years ago oh imagine what did we look like five years ago and i literally couldn't understand what she was talking about because i was wearing the same clothes that i've been wearing well in those five times years yeah previously. five years have been nothing oh mind you would it i don't know i don't know i mean maybe it wasn't five when years when you were in school though if i was 16 yeah when you're in school the next term if you were wearing something you'd be called an idiot wouldn't you because well, kids are like that aren't they but I remember in my school, um, the clothes, like Naf Naf was a big thing. Yeah. And Spliffy, do you remember Spliffy? I've told you about those before. What where did they look like? It was, from what I remember, like a, it wasn't like Fido Dido. Um, when you said Spliffy, I thought of Fido Dido. Yeah. Um, spliffy, spliffy clothing. Video. Okay. So it's like a cartoon of a... Kid like giving the V's, but spoken spliff. But it was it was um uh banned in our school because you know drugs drugs are bad. I mean drugs are bad, and it's you know you've got kids. But I mean none of the kids who are wearing spliffy clothes. I don't think we're ever advocating. You know, it was just it was something cool to wear. It wasn't a um drug lifestyle choice because they were all like 12 and i just i just yeah spiffy bomber jacket oh should buy one let's see no oh can you imagine so still going um kickers kickers were also a big thing um i remember kickers i had some kickers i think um is that good or bad no uh, there were shoes yeah they just had that tab on they had the tab on the side the little green tab that said kickers yeah. The I never had them. Bit uh, towny and like towny, that's the thing that we used to say. Um, although towny, but now be chav. But I don't even know where the chav is a thing. I, uh, I feel like it's probably not, is well, it? Chav was like twenty years ago, isn't it? I bet there's something. Chavs. I bet there's something different. So if I say something to, I'll, I'll pick a kid and work. <laughs> one of the adults uh, that I work with, and I'll say. What do you call chavs now? And they'll be like, what, Grandma? And I'll be like, chavs, you know, you know, like townies. And they'll be like, shut up, Grandma. And I'll be like, all right, bye. And I'll just go back to bed or whatever. But... Just say, oh, it is a vibe. <laughs> Such a... I say it's a vibe now. I've, well, I've, just to fit in. I've taken, maybe, yeah, I've taken that into my um, uh, vocabulary. And I'm not, I, I, I quite like it. It's, you know, it's. It's useful. It's I get it. It's you know I understand the the lingo. Oh God, I'm old. I understand the lingo. I understand the word vibe. Well done. It's an actual word. So yeah, well done for understanding a word. Me, I'm so down with kids. Anyway, sorry. Back to the magazine that you spent money on <laughs> that you're not happy with. Uh, so like they're talking about you two a lot. Have you seen Ral and Hum? No. They did a they did a concert film called Ral and Hum after. Joshua Tree came out and it's saying it did all right, but when did U2 last peak at number 58 in any chart? It just didn't set the box office on fire, basically. Was it cinemas? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a double album, but it was also came out of the cinema. We, U2 are weird, aren't they? Because they're like, 
You can't doubt that they're super famous and everyone knows who they are. Everyone does. Yeah. Even nowadays, I yeah. think. Kids. Maybe. Well, probably. Yeah, I think they probably would. Or yeah. they'd at least heard of them. You'd have heard of Bono, maybe. Yeah, but you'd have heard the band a bit. Don't know any young people. I don't. I'll message someone at work. Yo, <laughs> heard of you too. How do you do, <laughs> Have you heard this hot new band? <laughs> but they're like plagued by sort of uncoolness, aren't they? Like weirdly, like it's kind of like like that. That 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 was their heyday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So they should have been like not fifty, like top well, of the well, pops. The- I think the point they're making in this is that no matter who you are, a concert movie isn't really going to do amazing business. Because they're talking right. about um, Purple Rain. We saw, there's, there's all these films that I sort of did all right. And, he, and you think in like the mid-80s, you could... Yeah, but try, mid-80s for cinema. You could try and get a ticket to go and see Prince or you could go and see the film, you know? And you had to go to cinema. Yeah. In, eight, in what year? What, 84, I think. Purple Rain came out. No, but what we're talking about here? Well, this is 89. Oh, God. Tough crowd. Okay, 89. Shut up. Someone just called 89 old. Like, um, what major movies came out in 89? So, Little Mermaid, banger. Batman, Roadhouse, banger. Field of Dreams, Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. Dead Poets Society, a bit wanky, but uh, When Harry Met Sally and Steel Magnolias, there's some of them. So, I'm just saying the business at the cinema was tough if you're going to release something in the same year as batman it don't release in the 80s <laughs> because there's too much on at the cinema the 80s were banging for everyone knows that what about the 70s because led zeppelin released the song remains the same in well yeah se- what's the, 76 was it 76 they filmed it in 73 and uh, they shelved it. Yeah, bad bad year. Carrie, The Omen, Logan's Run. Never seen it, but it's popular, isn't it? A Star is Born. Eh? Original. Uh, Bugsy Malone. Jaws was 76. No, Jaws was 75. Uh, Mouth of Man. Uh, Taxi Driver. Sparkle. I think you've got that wrong. Is that... Sp- the Mariah Carey. No, I was thinking... The front covers like um, Dream Girls, right? So sparkle a film like Dream Girls because it's three girls and it looks like Dream Girls. Um, Not aware. Rocky, King Kong, Freaky Friday, <sighs> Pink Panther Strikes Again. Um, yeah, I mean not as good as the eighties, but it's still stiff competition, isn't it? Um, to bring out your silly little concert films. It sort of talks about The Last Waltz as like the kind of gold standard of good concert movies. Now, you've watched that, haven't you? I have watched it only a little bit of it, and the reason is because I did my dissertation on Martin Scorsese films yeah. because I'm not an academic. Uh, so you have to pick topics like that. Um <laughs> So, um, and my dad bought me loads of films by Scorsese that I didn't have to watch, to talk about, and that was one of them. And I'm not sure I ever watched it. Because right. Last Temptation of Christ was on there, and so was um, 
something else. I mean, basically, I liked Casino and I liked Goodfellas. I yeah. like the violent stuff. <laughs> so anything else is like, eh. Right. But where's the person getting his head put in a vice, you know? Show you, me the good stuff. Do you know, um, The Last Waltz is one of the principal inspirations of Spinal Tap because Marty DeBerge is a clear reference to Martin Scorsese. Oh, right, okay. Um, but no. He does seem like him in the film. Stunning a bit, like. Well, I've never seen the last walls. I mean, are more just mannerisms of that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're not interested in going to see "It Couldn't Happen Here" by the Pet Shop Boys? Apps? No. Thanks. I think that's a that's a bit more like Moonwalker, where it's just a long music video. It's not a concert film. I think that sounds worse. Yeah, that sounds a little bit. It's just worse. then sort of wandering about, that being sounds, confused. Sounds. Like I just no thanks. Okay. No offense to anyone. Oh, it says um. But no thanks. Led Zeppelin's vastly pretentious. The song remains the same. Right, I don't. Well, we went to say. No. We've had this conversation. We've had this conversation. And you said no last time, and I said okay, <laughs> and you told me, and then I'm just. Right. Gone. The reason they say it's do vast. You want, you should tell people I said I had a good memory <laughs> the other day, didn't I? And you. Exactly. Really, We've been recorded. And you looked at me like what? No, I and thought I went, you were joking. I thought yeah. you were literally going, lol, I've got a good memory, but no, lol. I meant like I meant it, and that's the worrying thing. So what world do I live in where I, every conversation we have, you're going, do you remember? And I look at you blankly, and then we have the same conversation, and then I tell you something, and you go, you have told us that before. And so, like, it's, it must be painful, and yet I think I've got good memory. <laughs> so... Uh, no, we yeah. didn't go and see the song remains the same. We went to see the Led Zeppelin DVD in a cinematic, in a theatrical presentation. What was the name of it though? I think it was just called Led Zeppelin. Right, well, you can see why I can't remember it because that's not a name. It's and just it a band. Had, it, had, it was mostly three concerts, and the middle one was the sort of offcuts from Song Remains the Same. So it sort of was in a way. It sort of was in a way, but the thing everyone talks about, and the reason people say it's pretentious is because it's got fantasy sequences in it right so it's mostly concert film right. but then in the middle of jimmy jimmy page's guitar solo you see inside his mind and he's climbing up a mountain and he, he meets the hermit from the led zeppelin four album cover right. and then robert plant is a sort of viking warrior he's riding on a horse and he saves some mystical maiden from a tower yeah and uh john paul jones he's like a kind of creepy hammer horror horseman who's riding through the we forest. watched this did we no no this is in song Rain's oh, okay good good and then you've got those and then okay. you've got john bonham the drummer and it's just him showing him showing you his prized cows Aww. and like it's him playing drums with his son and Aww. it's just he's just driving around his, his his estate on a dirt bike you know it's like he obviously couldn't be fucked with the fantasy sequences you know, just just pop around and work a home movie you know that's cute yeah, we should watch that. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna find uh, the next thing. I mean, this is why this magazine's looks expensive. There's lots of adverts in it. Yeah, they are not like the adverts from Kerrang. No, these are proper that's adverts. It's a, a double page spread for a car. For a Honda. Yeah, so that's why it looks posh. Um, it's mostly sort of wanky CD. Like yeah, this, well. this is an older, more affluent readership. I think. Yeah. So there's an article about fine young cannibals. It's not something I'd normally be interested in. 
But Same. I picked out a few things to read. They better be interesting. So, um, but it'd be really interesting because I'm already bored. Fine Young Cannibals just announced who they wanted to produce their second album. Okay. Uh, I can't ring up Paisley Park just like that, said the despairing executive. What do I say? Could I speak to Prince, please? Oh, hello, Mr. Prince. You don't know me. You probably haven't heard of the Fine Young Cannibals, but they want you to produce their next record. We'll be on over the next flight. Prince was the only modern artist that sells a lot who he likes, reasons Fine Young Cannibals bass player David Steele. I suppose it was a bit ambitious asking him to get to get Prince to do it. It was a bit like saying you want to work with Elvis, really. <laughs> did they get Prince to do anything? It looks like they didn't. Oh. No. Um, yeah, there was a little bit about they went to Paisley Park, um, and they they ended up working with some called David Z, who produced Kiss and Purple Rain all around the world in the day, and Mick mm-hmm. Sign of the Times. Um, not bad. There's two studios in Paisley Park. One's for commercial use and the other is Prince's own one. He, he let us use that. We never got to meet him and have a bit of a chat about things, but we saw him about and he nodded to us. He left his guitars in the room with us too, so he must have trusted us. I touched one of them actually. I didn't play it, but I couldn't resist a quick feel. It's the one he played in the Kiss video. The purple carpets too. You didn't feel let down. Now that's a nice little story. That's mad, isn't it? Um, Imagine just being at Paisley Park in its heyday yeah. and seeing Prince wander past and just nod at you. Yeah. How would you be able to concentrate and like make music after that? Yeah, you'd be so paranoid you'd that he was listening. He could or... just pop his head around the door at any point. Yeah. You know? um, so they're talking about the film director, Barry Levinson, who made Good Morning Vietnam. Um, he wanted... Uh, them to make some music for his new film Tin Men quote he asked us if we could write four songs in the soundtrack for the film he said he liked us because he sounded like an old 60s band which was a blow because we thought we were sounding really modern then he told us how much money was involved and we said we'll sound as 60s as you want (laughs) so it it mentions that because they did Tin Men they did a song for Tired of they did a song called Tired of Getting Pushed Around for Steve Martin's Planes, Trains and Automobiles Right. And I know the song Tired of Getting Pushed Around because they re- release it as a single. And as far as I can tell, that's not in there. Right. right. But you know that song they play over the end credits that goes, You're messing with the wrong yeah. guy. That, the only song you really, that and the end, end one. That really sounds like it. So it's like they did the song for it and then they decided they didn't want to pay. I, I couldn't, my research did not extend to actually finding out what happened there, but they made that song for the film. We... That song is not in the film. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. But it's that film quite a lot. Playing trains and automobiles. That's a good film. Pretty awesome, isn't it? We we I feel we... like we watch that a lot. Yeah, but the thing about that film is it's so good. It's I'd say I'm, I'm going to go on official record and say that's I think that's one of the best films that's ever been made. Okay. Just because. Like, it's not one that just I like, because, you know, it, I just think in terms of filmmaking and storytelling, I don't think, I don't think you can top Plane Chains and Automobiles. Like, seriously, I just don't think you could try for the rest of your life, but you're not going to make better than that ever. So 
you may as well give you all may as well give up because the best film's been made. Have you got a favourite bit? Oh, lots. No, so 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 too many bits, too many. Too many. Because it's it's like sweet and it's heart wrenching, but it's also really funny and silly and just proper daft and yeah, I don't know. Just always think it's just it's it's perfection that film. You just can't fault you just can't fault it. Do you remember when you first watched it? No. Do you know if you saw the twist? You know the big twist that he doesn't have a family and he's on his own. Oh God! I I mean you know me. I probably realised that about two years ago. As you know, we I think we've told the story. I left Sixth Sense. No, no, we've not. Oh, we've not talked like this. Have we not? Mm. Well, I went not to see Sixth Sense at the um, cinema. God knows what I was thinking because I don't, I don't remember. Like, oh, that's a nice film. Came out and my sister said something at the time. I was like, what? What? And turns out he's dead. Spoiler. But um, I hadn't realised. But it. But, but my problem is. I, I think it was too subtle, right? Okay. What I just did you think, think happens at the end then? Not a clue. I don't know. I have not a clue. I don't know. Just ends. I don't know. I didn't come away thinking, what? I don't understand the ending. Yeah. I just came away just from the film. It ended, he helped that little boy and then went on, on with his life. Yeah. And um, so I'm not the most. Uh, astute person uh, when it comes to stuff like that what's what's the classic quote from sixth sense um i mean it seems a bit obvious for me to say i see dead people no, no? <laughs> oh bubble be pendant yeah. there we go there we go <laughs> i we thought got you were asking me serious i was thinking eh? oh no bumble be pendant well, yeah we do say bumble be pendant a lot look at my face Look at my face. Honestly, that film without Tony Collette, pointless. Pointless. Because <laughs> um, she just says really funny things. I always think about her because I think about Pop-Tarts a lot. And um, because we don't really get Pop-Tarts. And I like Pop-Tarts. Why don't we get Pop-Tarts then? I don't know, but we should. Yeah, no, but it's just not something you buy, is it? I don't know. Just treat yourself. We should do. September. No, but I don't want to treat. But, so I think about Pop-Tarts a lot. And Pop Tarts are in six cents. And um, because he asks for them at one point, I think when he's trying to distract from the, you know, the dead girl <laughs> next to him or something, and she Good. gets in them and Throwing he just up. runs off. And um, she sort of has them still in her hands. So I think about her and Pop Tarts. And then, uh, yeah. And she obviously says some funny things in that film. They're not meant to be funny, obviously, but look at my face. Look at my face. That's funny, unintentionally, just because it's funny. And bumblebee pendant, because she just says bumblebee, bumblebee pendant. I don't think you'd say bumblebee pendant. I'd say I think you'd say bee pendant, wouldn't you? You'd say, you know, my necklace with a bee on, or you'd say that bumblebee pendant is. Yeah, something... but that's why she's such a fucking good actor. She probably it probably said bee pendant. It in probably the and, and she was like she worked. That's on exactly she... why she's Tony Collette and I'm yeah. me. Exactly. Yeah, you make a good she's, point. She's Mario. She's, a celebrity, a big, big money earning celebrity, and I'm doing this. You right? Yep. Yep. 
I'm thinking about Pop-Tarts. She's buying them. That's yeah. my experience with because we didn't know each other when Sixth Sense came out, did we? No. So I think at the time I was living with my friends because I didn't have a, I didn't have a home, <laughs> right? And no, 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 no. <laughs> no it was fine. Um, it's was fine. I'm, I'm. If anything, I'm happy about it. Well, didn't have to pay rent. <laughs> um, I probably still own them. Uh, and then someone said, "You, you heard about Six Sense? And go, oh, there's a big twist. Oh, there's a big twist." And he said, "My friend said the, the twist is probably that he's a ghost." You know. And then so he got it before, and he, he didn't he before he didn't watch even it. seen the film, and he knew what the end was. I was younger though. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't three, so I'm not sure what the excuse is. I was old enough to go and see it. Just a bit dim and just not very i just think if someone goes up to a door and pulls on it then and if they're in the house and they're not like you know see-through then they're a person i'm just i'm too trusting that's the problem but i think if you like watched every episode of the twilight zone because it's a very twilight zony thing i, if never, you're watched, into I that, never watched stuff like that yeah if you're into it. that sort of genre yeah you, you might yeah i wouldn't expect it who's I don't go. I don't think I've seen anything with a twist before that. Well, there, yeah, there you go. Like, well, not, not that I knew of. I probably watched a movie. Tons and tons of things. Yeah, it's just a really good film, wasn't it? You see, what? What? But you know, like now, we watch loads of horror movies. If yes. you see, a, if you yeah, see horror true. movies now, you probably guess loads of things that are going to happen because you're so aware of the genre and the form. And yeah, true, you know. true. So moving on from the sixth sense, yes. which did not come out in nineteen eighty nine. No. Um, the 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 one the cue I was going to do. If you look behind you, there's one. That one. Uh, no, not that one. that one. This this one. So this is issue fifteen, and I thought this is this is almost like the uh, text of Q, right? Because you've got fucking Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits on the cover. It's got an article about Robbie Robertson. It's got article about sting it's it's very you know q's favorite artist type of thing right. but i couldn't find that much to talk about but the thing okay. about the mark knopfler interview which wasn't very exciting i have to say but it's referenced here someone's written in about the lyrics for money for nothing yeah and how there's a radio edit that cuts out some of the we might say homophobic language in the song money for nothing which i'm okay. sure you're aware of but in that, he talks about he got the lyrics from he he was in a shop, and there were like workmen, and they were they were saying the exact things that he wrote down. Oh, okay. so that ain't working. That's the way you do it. Play guitar on the MTV, all that stuff. It was it's verbatim what these guys were saying. But I heard somewhere what video they were watching, and can you guess? And it's a band that we've talked about. Pretty much every fucking podcast we do. Guns and Roses? No, close. I mean, so Money for Nothing was like 84, 85, so it was before Guns and Roses. Don't know. Motley Crue. Really? Apparently, apparently, yeah, they were watching a Motley Crue video and yeah, that's that's where that song comes from. But And they said that ain't working. <laughs> yeah. Uh I think if I did. Yeah, he's banging on the bongos like a chimpanzee. That does actually sound like 
Tommy Lee. That does sound like Tommy Lee, yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's your that's your dire straits content. That's all the dire straits content you're gonna have. Cool. It's a good rocking pose he's got on the front cover there. With his sweet comb over. It looks like a really sort of nice headshot, like it's part of a family portrait that he's had done. I mean, yeah. Like I'm any cooler, but you know, I, I'm not a, trying to be in a band. It was an older audience, wasn't it? It's definitely an older audience. Picture that. Compared, it's, I think we're just. I'm used to the Kerrang nonsense <laughs> that we've been looking at. Looks like a fanzine compared to this. Is just quality uh, publications. Mm. I feel like it's a bit out of our depth. <laughs> this is. We're not quite on the intellectual level to talk about Q. Really. No, I don't. That's why I keep changing the subject to six cents. So there's Q charts and it's just some lists, right? So there's a list of one hit wonders. So can you guess any of the one hit wonders? No. Uh, so this is between 1954 and 1986. So okay. you might have to tell me something. Nick Berry, Every Loser Wins. That was a Nick work. Heartbeat Berry, Nick EastEnders Berry. There's a, you're another actor who's a singer. Yeah, but at, did well, he have more than one hit? Well, he, I mean, hits. Heartbeat was a single, wasn't it? When he did, when he was on Heartbeat. But did he sing Heartbeat? He sang Heartbeat, yeah. Oh well, then yeah, you got two then. Well, yeah, yeah. What's he complaining? There you go. But this is pre this. If you it's imagine pre the pre Heartbeat era, yeah. God, just wait, wait, Q readers. The best is yet to come. Lee Marvin, Wandering Star, he was an actor. Sing it, don't worry. I was born a wandering star. Wow, not a clue. Not a clue. Should we, we have a bit of the actual Not one? a clue. What was that? Wandering Town It Now. It's from a Western. I think it's Paint Your Wagon. You look maybe? a bit like that. I look like Lee Marvin. Or Steptoe. He looks like Steptoe, so yeah. Right, stop you, it right there. You know stop this it. Song, right? Stop it right there. No. And I don't want to hear it again. He was the scat man of his day. Um no, no it's that's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> we, we all like different things and you told me that was a hit. This, yeah, that was a. I don't know if it was a number one, but it was a big hit. With who? I bet my dad. Yeah, I was just. Do you know what this. I was going to say? Like, my dad. God rest his soul, but your dad. Yeah, you're definitely your dad. Would like this. He would any anything even remotely involving cowboys. Oh, hundred. This is your dad written all over it, which may be why is think why you think it's a hit. But this, this is yeah, I definitely saw it back in the day. Yeah. I don't think it gets more lively than that. But there you go. It doesn't look it. And paint your wagon. <sighs> All right, let's move on. There's a big outfit for Ballad of the Streets by Simple Minds. Okay. Belfast Child. Remember that? They um, played that. Yeah, they played that when we saw them. it from the when we went to see them. Okay, that's a typical Q advert. Techniques for music lovers, separate systems. Oh. Nice. Get yourself to richer sounds. 
Buy some separates, mate. Okay, so we've got the article about Guns N' Roses. Okay. And obviously we talk about Guns N' Roses fucking constantly. Yeah. But there's some good bits in this. Okay. Um, so li- listing some of the shenanigans that the band have got up to. Yeah. Um, Axel jumped from the stage to grab a security guard. The police held him backstage while the band carried off with a roadie singing. In Hamburg, Izzy and Duff beat up the drummer in Faster Pussycat, bound him with gaffer tape and tossed him in a lift. In Chicago, Axel punched a businessman who called him a, quote, Bon Jovi lookalike. Pretty good. That is naughty shenanigans. Um, slash, quote, our attitude epitomises what rock and roll is all about, at least what I think rock and roll is all about, which is all that matters. You know how some bands go out and the whole thing is completely going wrong, but they can still put on a good show. We're not like that. <laughs> we could, like, proper good quotes here. Um, this, and this is a quote from Axel. I thought this was... This is, Axe Rose. Axe Rose has said something I think you can really take to heart. Yeah. Uh, David Lee Roth said something about how every time you get on stage, you're dancing someone into the dirt that didn't want you to get up there and try to stop you in some way or another. Whether they know what they were doing or not, you know it messed up your life somehow. Wow. That's like the best revenge is a living well, isn't it? That's But said in all sort of rock and roll fashion. Yeah. That's... Might live by that. Um, yeah, and he's talking about... I mean, it's worrying if you start thinking, yeah, something like Rose has said makes sense. Well, it... Wow, that... That's the way to live. It gets into... Rose starts jumping in the crowd, just starts wailing on a dude. Axel has two different names because his mood swings reveal two distinct personalities. On stage, he's a remarkably charismatic figure. He sings savagely, abusing his vocal cords and working the crowd into an... Charismatic. ...an equal frosty. Well, yeah, you know. He wore the shorts, didn't he? <laughs> Off stage, his pale skin and strawberry blonde hair make him appear fragile, almost angelic. This is the Axel who listens to the raspberries... George Michael and Philip Glass, and has written an eight-minute ballad called November Rain, about which he says, quote, if it's not recorded right, I'll quit the business. So this is like several years before that song came out, right? They they uh, had yeah, it in the bag, okay. but yeah, they didn't want to put it on Appetite for Destruction. Uh, it's talking about Slash's background. I don't know if he knew all this. His father designed album covers, in, including Joni Mitchell's Court and Spark, and his mother was a clothing designer who made David Bowie's suits for the man who fell to earth. Wow. Um, and Slash met Izzy, uh, and they f- wanted to form a band called AIDS. Oh, that's nice. Nick, that's, that's really... That seems very on-brand. Sensitive. <laughs> um, so Slash again, I've got a bad drinking problem. It's the only thing that brings me out of my shell. It's the same. <laughs> Hard relate. He doesn't get drunk until after the shows, but he drinks steadily all day and his handshake, quote, I'm an alcoholic in the sense I need to drink all the time, but I don't have a physical dependence on it the way some people do. I mean, that sounds a bit like <laughs> denial, doesn't it? Um, I drink all the time. I mean, that's the Bobby Davro thing, and... isn't it? I, no, I drink too many units. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just it's just science. It's not a problem. It's just 
maths, isn't it? Maths and science. I'm aware that I'm doing it. Once you sort out maths and science and we all admit it, but I drink steadily throughout the day, but that's fine. I think if you're in Guns N' Roses, you'd find it hard not to drink steadily throughout the day. Because when are you going to need to be just sober? <laughs> sober slash. Like, on the day when you've got to go to the bank and you've got to, like, see your mum and I stuff. Think I... But that's, like, what, three days a year? I don't think Slash has ever been to a bank. Bank once, sign some stuff, see your mum a couple of times a year. So that's, what, four or five times a year you have to be sober. The rest of the time, there's really no need. So there's a good picture of Slash at the bottom of this article, actually. Do you want to describe this picture? Um, he could be naked. Can't see because there's a cake in front of it that says... Just saying his cake. Um, happy fucking birthday, you fucker. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> If my birthday cake doesn't say that to me next year, you failed. And I mean, I'm register that in your brain. <laughs> now you failed. You've and you got and you have naked with it. you. No, you have to deliver the cake like that. Because I can just be guy yeah, next to him. But I will be drinking steadily throughout the day in in honour. Okay, let's move on. So the article about tax exile. I thought I'd be into this because there's like Led Zeppelin in it, but. I'm too stupid to understand it. It's about like bands forming companies to move their money around. And yeah, so I'm not going to talk about that, but you I want to draw your attention to this, this picture of Joe Elliott. Would you like to describe that? Um, Joe Elliott from Death Leopard. Uh, he's Twine. just got tons of cash. And he looks quite. Uh, it's dollars though, isn't it? So uh, I don't know what the exchange right, rate was. Good. Well, yeah, it's not I, as good. No. It might have been the 80s exchange rate, we don't know, but it's hysteria money. Definitely dollars though. But it's I mean it's more I'd still take it. It's a lot of money. That's about the amount of notes that that woman in front of me in the uh queue for <laughs> um <laughs> That is uh you don't see people with cash anymore, do you? No. You certainly don't see myself with it. When was the last time you got like a fiver out? When was the last time you went to hole in the wall and you got five? I that's ages ago. No, you didn't get a fiver out because this. I only remember like there was a hole in the wall back in the day in the one of the where you got your main town and then you got your outer bits of town. What do you call those when you got your main town, but then you in the same city you got like different bits? What are they called? District. I don't know. You know, like, you know, like... Yeah, not... Not your main town, but... Yeah. Well, they got a name. They must have a name. Well, the name is whatever... No, but they must have a name, like town and then... All right, anyway, you're rubbish. <laughs> um, you could get five out of the hole in the wall, which was immense, because obviously that was back in the day where a tenor possibly could have taken you over John, which isn't... <laughs> I mean, that's not too far wrong now. Um... Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying I can willfully take out £10 nowadays without checking my bank first. Um, I've just got an overdraft now, so it's, I didn't have one back then. But, um, yeah, cash, on the walls. That's a map, isn't it? Imagine doing that now. I know. Typing your pin number in and getting cash out. 
What do you use the cash for? We're so we're weird. a really good nostalgia-based podcast, and that's like the most nostalgic thing you've said about getting money out. I think people, whatever. Oh. Well, no, but people are going to relate to that. I mentioned, like I said, Fred last week. Bit nostalgic. Yeah, but it's not as nostalgic as getting money out of the holding the wall, is it? Different horses, different courses. Different courses, different horses. Which way around is it? I don't. I don't, I don't know what it means. We well, might have different. Oh, is it like a course, like a racing course? Yeah. I've only just got that. I thought horses, it meant, courses. I thought it meant courses like food. <laughs> oh. Or if you're taking your horse to a restaurant. Gosh, I mean, like, I genuinely don't think I'm that stupid sometimes. And then I say something like that and realise that's literally the first point when I've realised, oh, like a racing course. Um, and I realised, no, I am that stupid. So how, why racing course is obvious how you say it. It's the end of a long week. It's Wednesday. Oh, it's the middle of a long week. <laughs> I mean, I did. I told you I did wake up on Tuesday thinking it was Saturday. So, and it wasn't even a hard Monday. So, I don't. Different horses for different course. Different courses for different horses. It's probably different courses for different horses. That makes more sense. I just think it's horses for courses. But I don't. Oh, is really it? Have, know I, what... have I made well, a I don't, need, I don't know now. I'm doubting myself. Oh my gosh. Courses. Why did I instantly go to like breakfast? Like, no, not breakfast, Anthony, that's not course. Like, starters, mains, and desserts. Are you hungry? Horses don't eat starters or mains and desserts. Well, they, they have might. a bag tied to the head, don't they? Like, really posh horses, mate. That's true. And racing horses are posh, so, okay. Yeah, right, so there's an Elvis Costello interview. I'm not going to get into that. I couldn't really muster up much enthusiasm, but um, let me read you this little part. Yep. Um, Costello's uh, activities have been built under a wide selection of alternative identities. Um, he's back to recording his Elvis Costello while his writing credits go to D.P. McManus, his original surname. Recent aliases have included The Imposter, The Costello Show, and Napoleon Dynamite. It's Napoleon Dynamite. That must be where they got the name of the film from, right? Must be. Because that's not a commonly used phrase, is it? Well, where's he got Napoleon Dynamite from, though? Because that's random, isn't Doesn't it? Doesn't say. But then maybe he's got it from something mm. that they've also got it from. Well, I didn't research that much. You stopped at that point. Yeah. I just thought I'd found a little zinger in there and I didn't that's interesting. I um, I saw a video of um some guy meeting the guy from the Napoleon Dynamite, I can't remember what his name is. John Pertwee. And um he he was just in like an airport or something. Yeah. I don't know. Could be anywhere. But we'll say an airport. And he got him to say a birthday message to his friend being the style yeah. of Napoleon Dynamite. And he did it and he was just thought, that's nice, isn't it? But yeah. he just he really like he yeah, I just thought, well, you could seems like a nice guy. You could sick of that, yeah. you? Yeah. I don't know much about the guy, but I just thought, that's nice. He's in Monster House. Who is he in Monster House? He's that guy who's playing the video game. Like that is older he? kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Monster it's, House is a good film. Monster House is a good film. There's your 
There's your yes. Halloween recommendation. If you, yeah, if you haven't watched it, that's some fun so, shit. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, that's so. It's so good. Okay. There's an advert for wool. I think wool carpets. Wool, as in wool. Yeah, but look at the advert. Basically, that's saying. If you get wool carpets, you're going to be shagging on them. Wool shrugs off creases, after all. You don't always have a hanger nearby. Oh. Wait, are they having sex on the wall or wearing wool? I think. Or both? All of the above? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was a carpet, but... But if it creases, your carpet doesn't get creases. Uh, but he looks like he's wearing a suit and... If you've just bought a new carpet, you don't want to be doing that on a new carpet, do you? <sighs> Pretty amazing way to sell wool. It's... Yeah, don't buy wool, go vegan. When I lived in Sheffield, um, we always used to stop off at a, like wool a market. takeaway Look at wool. on the way home. <laughs> and there Touch was the a wool. poster. Did you like the wool with the like different colours in it or was it just like I the one colour? I don't really know what you're talking about. Wool! <laughs> right, there was a poster in this takeaway for pucker pies, right? right. And it was... A couple who looked like they were about to have sex and it was socialized with pucker pies <laughs> and we always used to think that was hilarious because it was not a very sexy food is it a pie meat pie. there's n- there's nothing sexy about pucker pies there's a review of a sheena easton album okay. that's got two songs by prince on it because this was her in a i'm hanging around with and pro- possibly having sex with prince okay. era i can't uh, confirm whether that's true or not, but it always sort of seemed it because she was a sort of bog ordinary Scottish singer who just disappeared and then suddenly came back like super sexy because she'd been hanging around with Prince. I wish I'd done that. I'd been good, wouldn't it? He'd give me a new name. I'd been all stylish. Actually, I'd. That's the thing that let me down with Prince. I'd be like. I want to dress like this, like what I'm dressing like now. And he'd be like, you can't because that's not, no. And I'd be like, I'm going to Prince. And he'd be like, get out. And I'd be like, okay. Because he wouldn't want me to be in, Prince wouldn't put up with what I dress like, which is uh, comfortable. Yeah, but when he was around the house, do you not think he was wearing a dressing gown? No, I don't. Dressing gown? No, I don't. Oh, if it was like a satin dressing gown, it would look good. It wouldn't look like this. Look at me now. It wouldn't look like this. My pyjama bottoms don't match my pyjama top or my dressing gown. That's... And you're wearing something underneath your pyjama top, aren't you? Yeah, because I'm wearing all my clothes from today because it was cold. Please. I've got, uh, well, I wore three layers to work today on top. And then two pairs of socks. You can wear that to work tomorrow, don't you? I can wear this. Yeah. As long as no one teams calls me. Yeah. Everyone on teams call me. If I'm dressed like this, if I don't do my hair. There's yeah. an advert yeah. for real life, spelled R-E-E-L, by Boy Meets Girl. Includes oh, yeah. a smash hit waiting for the star to fall. Nice. That's a fucking banger. That is a banger. And that's from... Female and a baby. Or little lady. Is it a little lady? It'll we... be little lady, because female and a baby's not as... Um... Actually, let's have a look, because I'm not sure... Um... Waiting for the no, 
a start of all appointments go. Um, three men, a little lady, eighty nine. Right. It's a closing theme. Of course, it is. And fun fact: I've met Steve Milberg. Um. Yeah. So there you go. You talked to him about three men and a baby and or little lady. Uh, no, which is weird because obviously he. I mean, he was there for. Short Circuit and Police Academy fame, wasn't he? Um, he wasn't on Three Men and the Baby business. No. I don't think he mentioned it, did he? But, um, I don't think so. I, well, I have my photo with him and Johnny Five. And the Police Academy collective. Do you Brilliant. think they'll ever do a Three Men and a Baby reunion convention? I don't know. They could do, couldn't they? Oh, they could do. Ted Danson and... That would be... Sell it. Hot, wouldn't it? It would be amazing. Those three were hot then, hot now. Yeah. They could get that cardboard cut out that everyone says a ghost. And you have your picture <laughs> yeah. with it. Oh, my God. That'd be so good. We should start That's a rumour about idea. three men and a little lady because there isn't a kind of spooky rumour about that. It's, it's only no. the first one, isn't it? But, I mean, spooky rumours work when you've got Low quality televisions and VHSs. Yeah. Because it's literally obvious it's a yeah. cardboard cutout on real telly. And you, like, I remember being scared of that bit, <laughs> not wanting to watch it because. You thought it was like the ring if you saw it. It well, was going to fuck you up. You think you think you've seen an actual. I, I thought it was an actual ghost. Because they made up the whole story that they filmed it in a place. And um, I think it was some. I think. Maybe a cameraman or someone. They they made a back. Someone yes. created a backstory. It was believable. And why would it be there? I can tell you the exact. I can I can hear the woman is uh, Jack's mum is is when she comes round. Yeah, yeah. And it's that I can hear her now. Her voice. That's the sound. I've got a home video of me watching it and my brother coming in going. Something like is that boo the ghost. And I say something like, it's not a ghost, or something like, trying to be there all like, it's not ghost, I'll know that. But thinking, shit, it's a fucking ghost, I'm telling you, why are we all pretending this is normal? I've got a story about seeing a ghost on telly. Yeah. Have I ever told you? Is it Michael Jackson's seance? Because we did watch that the other day. Yeah, I don't think, um, I, I don't trust that the seance was legit. <laughs> um. So. You should have let that hat just float up on one <laughs> Okay, so when I was when I was yeah, like, like really little, it would have been about 1978, 79, 80, that kind of time. Uh -huh. And like a, a programme like Nationwide, so it was like a sort of early evening news and sort of human interest stories kind of show. I don't know if you remember Nationwide. Oh, no. I, I, mean, was, I, guess, I thought you were saying it was Nationwide. I guess it was like the one show. It was exactly right. like the one show. And I think it was near Halloween, which is probably why they were doing it. And there was, there was two people sat there talking about ghosts and talking about haunts and stuff. And, like, on the back wall of the set, right, you could see a weird face. Right. Like it, like a double exposure, like a okay. weird, scary face. And I remember me and my sister went 
look at that face, look at that face, can you see it, can you see it? And that's all I go to. It was really, really like, oh, shit. And then the next week, obviously, people wrote in and said, or rang in and said, can you play that again? Because there was a weird face. And they played it again. And it wasn't there. And it wasn't there. And we were like, oh, God. And it was obviously a wind-up. You think about it now, it's like it's clearly a wind-up. But, like, at the time, it was like, because... You couldn't look it up on the internet. It was, it was. You had to wait for the next week, and then, then you were thinking, "Well, did I see it?" Because yeah, yeah. there were no videos. Yeah, yeah. You know. That's scary. Yeah, and I've or, and I even wrote in to fourteen times saying, "Does anyone remember this and what show it was and stuff?" And like, just nothing. And I've like done searches for it, but if you search for Ghostface, you always get Ghostface yeah, Killer, yeah, yeah. you know, or Scream or something. So, yeah, I've never been able to track down exactly but what it was. But maybe it was a ghost. Well, it might have been. 70s, it's pretty grim. But, like, why aren't people talking about it? Because other people saw it. Because they're scared? They're all dead. Yeah. They spoke about it and then they died. Oh. oh too late now. <laughs> Gone, done it. Um, do you know a song called Keeping the Dream Alive? by Freiheit. No. There's a German group. Uh, they've got a review here. The album's called Fantasy. But they've got this song called Keeping the Dream Alive, and it's on some Christmas compilation albums, but not all of them, right? So I thought... Oh, you'd... wait, maybe... Wait, but before we play it, let me see if I can sing it. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. That one. No, that is exactly. I can tell that's exactly right because you always do this whenever I sing to me. That's sort of close. Yeah, well, ish. See, I don't know what you see if this is what you were actually. Doing. Shut up! It obviously is. Keeping the dream. Yeah, no, I just can't sing. Yeah, yeah. I know what it is. Shut up. Top the pops. Gets a good bit. Na na na. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is what I'm singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, this, one, this reminds me of working in House of Fraser at Christmas. It must have been on an album again. Yeah, it's not about Christmas, but it sounds Christmassy. Well, it sounds like Paul McCartney, but it sounds like a Paul McCartney If someone puts song. it on a Christmas album back in the day when you had nothing but the Christmas album, it's a Christmas song, isn't it? There's your, there's your Christmas content. I mean, Halloween the, content, Christmas content. Dream Alive is sort of a Christmassy concept. I guess so. Um, right, what else have I got to, to thrill you with in this magazine? Um, reviews, reviews. There's lots of reviews. Simply Red have got a new album. Oh, that's exciting. Talk amongst yourselves, probably cut all this. Do, 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 oh, check do, it out, do, Alan do, Sugar do. and uh, Rupert Murdoch. And wow. this, this is about Sky Television. It was like about to be introduced and B Sky. B Sky B. Well, it was BSB, and then I think Sky bought BSB and then it became B Sky B. So if you were. If you got Sky, you get Sky Movies, Disney Channel, Sky Channel, Sky News, Sky Arts. And Sky Arts still going. That's yeah. pretty good. On BSB, you just got a movie channel, Galaxy. 
and now is that now tv i think it is because that's that's sky that's under sky so that's a little bit of history for you there history there's a um so in the classified ads there's a advert for a shop called badlands in cheltenham okay. going back to cheltenham home of eddie the eagle yeah it's the bruce springsteen specialists <laughs> right cool and i used to go to college in cheltenham yeah and i went in badlands a lot and not once did they were they ever playing a bruce springsteen song really yeah it was always like like noise extreme noise terror fucking the kind of record shop that sort of wants to drive people away rather than bring them in you know it's interesting yeah um in the book reviews yeah very near the end of this magazine then okay there's a autobiography by cliff richard it's called single-minded okay possibly because he's released so many singles oh no because he is single um i don't think it's because he's single yeah okay so this is the bit i pulled out he cheerfully debunks various myths one chapter is called sorry i don't wear one now what do you uh, think he's talking about uh, god i hope you, i don't know but i'm scared of where, where this is going i hope it's not where my mind's gone well it says a reference to the persist i read that i thought oh a wig right that's not what i was thinking but it is says, it what i'm thinking it's <laughs> condom and just using the proper word like, are you saying cliff like raw dog is is it not about that no. oh <laughs> so i went my brain went to wig you, oh. you went to condoms I mean, I'd apologise, but it's my, I can't do anything about my brain. <laughs> I mean, this is even worse than I know what we said. Uh, <laughs> is, is it? One chapter is called, Sorry I Don't Wear One, a reference to the persistently stated belief that he wears a colostomy bag. Actually, is, I mean, that's not worse because he doesn't wear one. I mean, not that he... Yeah, is but it... why is there a rumour? And why would, he, why would it be such a virulent rumour that you have to name I've a chapter nev- I've never heard that rumour. <laughs> I feel like some one person told him that as a joke and he's thought, oh my gosh, that's a rumour. This is a thing. Because I was, you know, a youngster back in the day. We'd make up like, songs that, like um, with Mistletown Wine. We'd sing um, Christmas time, Mistletoe on Wine. Children getting drunk all the time with dogs on the fire and cats on the tree. Uh, the turkey's gone off, so it's budgie for tea. Um, absolute classic humour. Cla- honestly, how innocent. How we got any work done for the laughing that we were doing at these uh, things? Like, you know, the guess why uh, things. Um, well, you have to follow up on that because some people aren't going to know that. Well, some people might, though. Well, some people might. Well, back in my day, if someone said, guess why, you'd answer with bogey pie. Well, guess what? Bottle of snot. Yeah, guess why. Bogey pie. Well, the thing is, like, someone would definitely say, guess what? Bottle of snot. But no one no, would say, guess, guess why. <laughs> yeah, guess why is only... I've told you a story. Guess why? 
Um, no one, no one says that. So I think the only reason you'd say that is to prompt someone to say bogey pie, which feels weird. But I mean, on hilarious, we still. I mean, we say it to this day because I make you say it, but... We've taken it to unpleasant extremes. No, don't, we? because you, you're going to want to make me vom. Okay. Okay. Right, <laughs> so further on in the book section, yeah. we've got a book called The Manual okay. by the Time Lords, okay. also known as the KLF, also known okay. as Justified Ancient and Moo Moo. Basically, they had a number one hit with Doctrine the Tardis, right. and they've written a whole book on how you... If you follow it exactly, you can have a number one. And there was some band in like Sweden or something who did it exactly and they had a number one with it. We should do it. Well, we should. I, it might be difficult to come by. And it, and like the rules that it lays down probably don't apply now because this is like 30 odd well, years ago. Well, that sounds ago. like Queen Talk, doesn't it? It's a feisty, no-nonsense mix of irreverent polemic. Example, if you're already a musician, stop playing your instrument. Even better, sell the junk. So, yeah. It's about sampling and just ripping off other people and just that would doing it as that. easily as possible. Um, there are film reviews and there's the best films of the last three months, right? Okay. Um, Scrooged is in there. Banger. Um, Die Hard. Oh, the last three months is. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. Scrooge and Die Hard, both Christmas movies. Yeah. Wow. Um, Not going to Bruce Willis. And Young Guns. You never have you seen Young Guns? I think once, but I've never somebody's never See, I would imagine that would be a you kind of movie. That. Yeah, I don't know. It's all your all your faves in it. Poster for Die Hard? Yeah. Poster for Die Hard. Just as proof. Yeah, but you're not lying. And there's a advert for the motion picture soundtrack of Cocktail. Nice. Hippy hippy shake. Don't worry, be happy in Kokomo. Nice. That's something you oh, like. Isn't ba- it? Bahama, come on, baby mama. Yeah. Absolute banger. I did say cocktails are weird movies. <laughs> it is. Because, like. Spoilers coming up. <laughs> they want to make a cocktail bar, which is obviously very exciting in the 80s. That is exciting. And the name Fun. of the cocktail bar is. Cocktails and Dreams. Yeah. Very, it's only slightly more imaginative if they just call it cocktails. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you're getting cocktails, but you're also getting dreams um, until someone blows their brains out. Well, spoiler, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did see spoiler. this fun movie about making drinks and like, jumping yeah, the bars. advert would be Kokomo, him doing shaking to the hippie hippie shake. Mm. You go and sit down and watch it and watch someone blow their brains out. Uh, what. If yeah. I had to listen Welcome to, to the 80s, everyone. Tom Cruise doing poems when I was just trying to get a drink. Yeah, that bit place would be a night. You'd, you'd ask for a drink and then it'd be like 20 hours <laughs> later when they've finished showboating around. Oh, I forget it. I've lost my buzz now. All right, well, that brings us to the end of uh, the magazine and the podcast. Right. So what Lovely. have we learned? Um... It's a bit more serious than Kerrang. Are you looking forward to the next time we do a Q magazine or are yeah. you looking forward to more Kerrang? No, either. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Um, we'll say follow us on Instagram, follow us on Blue Sky, follow us on Blue Threads. Sky. Blue Sky, yeah. 
Hi, Fred. Park. Yeah. It's it's set this. It's a Twitter clone, but it's not Twitter. Um, and uh, I follow us on YouTube. Uh, email us at podwithmadness at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Let if it's us... nice. Oh, yeah, you know. If, if you, you don't, then... If you hate us, why are you still listening? Yeah, good point. Come on. Good point. Um, and if you do hate us, I probably hate uh, myself more. So, <laughs> <laughs> in your face, suckers. Yeah, stay metal, <laughs> <Bye>. bitches. <laughs>